<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst Glenn Kirshner. House Judiciary Chair Jim Jordan is again trying to obstruct the New York State prosecution of Donald Trump. Here's Glenn. So friends, Republican Representative Jim Jordan. Before we talk about what he just did, let's take a look at his current status. He's a member of Congress. He's the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee. And he committed the crime of contempt of Congress by defying a lawfully issued congressional subpoena, but he has yet to be indicted, held accountable for that crime. A crime he inarguably committed because a congressional subpoena was lawfully issued to him. He defied it. He refused to appear. He thumbed his nose at Congress. And yet, here he is issuing subpoenas of his own, precisely the same kind of subpoena he violated. He's issuing subpoenas in his capacity as chairman of the House Judiciary Committee in an attempt to interfere with New York District Attorney Alvin Bragg's prosecution of Donald Trump. So I think that sort of tees up where we are in this upside down world you know, where the rule of law is almost unrecognizable. So against that backdrop, let's have a look at what Jim Jordan just did. Here's the new reporting from Politico. Headline, House GOP fires off first subpoena in probe of Trump indictment. And that article begins, the House GOP on Thursday fired off its first subpoena in its investigation of Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg's office, escalating a standoff over the indictment of former President Donald Trump. House Judiciary Chair Jim Jordan is summoning Mark Pomerantz, a former County Special Assistant District Attorney in New York, to appear before closed doors for a deposition on April 20th, according to a copy of the subpoena viewed by Politico. And then this quote from Jordan addressing Pomerantz. Based on your unique role as a special assistant district attorney leading the investigation into President Trump's finances, you are uniquely situated to provide information that is relevant and necessary to inform the committee's oversight and potential legislative reforms, Jordan wrote in a separate letter to Pomerantz that accompanied the subpoena. It's unusual for Congress to subpoena a line prosecutor, and Jordan, in his Thursday letter, alleges that Bragg's office directed Pomerantz not to cooperate with oversight. Boy, does that feel like a little bit of projection from Jim Jordan, who defied a subpoena himself, who refused to participate in congressional oversight. 
The article continues, Bragg's office issued a fiery rebuke of the subpoena, painting it as House Republicans' latest attempt to meddle by intruding on the sovereignty of the state of New York by interfering in an ongoing criminal matter in state court. Friends, let's put a pin in that. Interfering in a state court prosecution. The article continues. The House GOP continues to attempt to undermine an active investigation and ongoing New York criminal case with an unprecedented campaign of harassment and intimidation. Pin number two. Repeated efforts to weaken state and local law enforcement actions are an abuse of power and will not deter us from our duty to uphold the law, Bragg's office added. Of course, friends, let's not forget the backdrop against which Jordan is trying to interfere in the New York criminal prosecution. The Pomerantz subpoena comes just days after Trump appeared in court in New York and pled not guilty to 34 felony counts of falsifying business records. Prosecutors allege that Trump, the first former president ever indicted, tried first to bury and then cover up damaging allegations about an extramarital affair by falsifying company records. Okay, friends, and just one more paragraph from the Politico article, and this may be my favorite. This comes from New York District Attorney's Office General Counsel Leslie Dubeck, who tells Jim Jordan, point blank, we urge you to refrain from these inflammatory accusations, withdraw your demand for information, and let the criminal justice process proceed without unlawful political interference. There's our third pin, friends. Okay, let's go back and pull out all three pins. The New York District Attorney's Office expressly told Jim Jordan the following. You are interfering in an ongoing matter in state court. You are engaged in an unprecedented campaign of harassment and intimidation, and we urge you to stop your unlawful political interference. You know, it sounds like contempt of Congress for defying that congressional subpoena previously isn't the only crime Jim Jordan committed. Under New York State law, specifically New York State Penal Law Section 195.05, it is a crime to obstruct governmental administration. What does that crime involve? A person is guilty of obstructing governmental administration when that person prevents or attempts to prevent a public servant from performing an official function by means of intimidation, physical force, or interference. Which is precisely what Jim Jordan is doing, what he has done, and what the New York District Attorney's Office expressly told him to stop doing. So really the only question becomes, Will Jim Jordan be held accountable for this second crime? You know, how many free passes do members of Congress get for their criminal conduct? So friends, let's finish with this. What should Mark Pomerantz do 
now that he has been subpoenaed to testify about the work he did as a prosecutor when he was investigating the crimes of Donald Trump. Well, he could, one, defy the subpoena, just blow it off the way Jim Jordan did, but he won't. He's more law-abiding than Jim Jordan. Or he could, two, fight the subpoena in court, claiming that Congress has overstepped its constitutional bounds by trying to interfere in a state court prosecution, which frankly would violate the Tenth Amendment, among other things. Or he could, three, comply with the subpoena and testify about those things that wouldn't compromise the ongoing prosecution of Donald Trump or compromise any grand jury protected information. And we'll talk more in the near future about the consequences of those three options, but let's finish where we started. Letting somebody who criminally violated a congressional subpoena issue congressional subpoenas makes a mockery of Congress and of the rule of law. And that, friends, is a crying shame. Because justice matters. Coming up next, will there be a probe into free luxury trips and gifts accepted by Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas? This is Justice Matters. Beowulf here with Justice Matters, and I am loving the warmer weather and the sunnier skies. It makes you want to get out and move and get healthy. And you can help yourself get healthy and meet your wellness goals with no prep, no mess meals from Factormeals.com. There's a whole menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Choose from six menu preferences to help you manage calories, maximize protein intake, avoid meat, or simply eat in a well-balanced way. What's my favorite? I love the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken with spicy cilantro cauliflower rice. So flavorful and healthy, too. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash glen50 and use code glen50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's glen50 at factormeals.com slash glenn 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factormeals.com slash Glenn 50. Go there. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Pro 
ProPublica outed Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas for taking millions of dollars in luxury trips and accommodations from a hard-right Republican billionaire and failing to report them as required on his financial disclosure forms. Is he breaking the law? Here's Glenn. So, friends, did you see the reporting in ProPublica outing Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas? Thomas has been caught not only taking, but failing to report millions of dollars in, let's call them what they are, in-kind contributions, lavish contributions, opulent contributions, all given to him by a hard right billionaire. Now, to tell this story today, it's going to take us sort of winding through a few different news articles, so I'll ask you to bear with me. I want to start with the ProPublica reporting itself. For over 20 years, Clarence Thomas has been treated to luxury vacations by billionaire Republican donor Harlan Crow. He goes on cruises in far-flung locales on Crow's yacht. He flies on his private jet and keeps company with Crow's powerful friends at his private resort. The extent of Crow's largesse has never been revealed until now. And the headline of that article? Clarence Thomas and the Billionaire. Okay, friends, now we're going to hop over for a minute to an article in Salon about these ProPublica revelations, and I'm going to hold off for just a minute reading the headline of the Salon article. Just stick with me here. The article itself begins as follows. ProPublica's scrupulously reported new piece on Clarence Thomas's decades-long luxury travel on the dime of a single GOP mega-donor will probably not shock you at all. We will doubtless spend a few news cycles expressing outrage that Harlan Crow has spent millions of dollars lavishing the Thomases with luxury vacations and high-end travel and barely pretended to separate business and pleasure, giving half a million dollars to a Tea Party group founded by Ginny Thomas in 2011, which funded her own, Ginny Thomas's own, $120,000 salary. So you see what they did there? Harlan Crow, hard right, mega Republican donor, gives money to the Tea Party and the Tea Party pays Ginny Thomas a salary of $120,000. There's that lovely corrupt pass-through. And now, friends, let's hop back up to the headline of that Salon piece. Clarence Thomas broke the law and it isn't even close. Well, apparently this stung because Clarence Thomas actually issued a statement trying to explain all of this away. Here's the reporting in USA Today. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas says he wasn't required to report trips with GOP donor. That article begins, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas pushed back Friday against criticism after a report revealed he had secretly accepted lavish trips funded by a GOP donor 
over the past two decades, but had failed to report them, a possible violation of federal law. In a statement, Thomas acknowledged that he and his wife, Ginny Thomas, had joined billionaire GOP mega-donor Harlan Crow and his wife Kathy on a number of family trips during the more than a quarter century they have known them. He described the couple as among our dearest friends. And here comes the rock-solid explanation, excuse, given by Justice Thomas. Quote, Early in my tenure at the court, I sought guidance from my colleagues and others in the judiciary and was advised that this sort of personal hospitality from close personal friends who did not have business before the court was not reportable, Thomas said. I have endeavored to follow that counsel throughout my tenure and have always sought to comply with the disclosure obligations. So in other words, Clarence Thomas assures us that many people told me I don't have to report the millions of dollars worth of luxury in-kind contributions. You know, friends, we have a legal term for that kind of excuse. We call it horseshit. And others are calling out Clarence Thomas's garbage explanation. Here's the most recent reporting in USA Today. Headline, in defending gifts from a GOP billionaire Clarence Thomas raises more questions among his critics. Legal experts and Democratic lawmakers said Thomas's explanation raises a lot more questions than answers, and these are questions that he should answer under oath, under penalty of perjury, said Lisa Graves, the former Deputy Assistant Attorney General in the Justice Department's Office of Legal Policy. He needs to name every person he spoke with who gave him such advice. And whether they're in government or outside the government, Graves told USA Today, because I would be shocked if he actually told any official the specifics of what he was doing and that they, those officials, said it was okay not to disclose it. Amen, Miss Graves. Somebody should place Clarence Thomas under oath, subject to the penalties of perjury, and compel him to testify about precisely which members of the judiciary told you, informed you, instructed you that, Clarence, you don't have to disclose the millions of dollars of luxury gifts and accommodations given to you by a hard right Republican donor? Who will place Clarence Thomas under oath? Who will investigate these ethical lapses that are not just ethical lapses, but they very likely violated the federal laws requiring accurate financial disclosures by public officials? Well, Senator Dick Durbin, chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee, said upon learning about this latest ethical lapse, perhaps crime, by Justice Thomas, he said that these ethical lapses are a call to action and the Senate Judiciary Committee will 
act. Not might act, but will act. Let's hope so. Because we all know nobody acted last time Clarence Thomas engaged in egregiously unethical behavior, sitting in judgment in a case in which his wife, Ginny Thomas, had a direct interest. And no one acted after multiple judges lied to the Senate during their confirmation hearing, by extension, lied to the American people in their determination to get confirmed to the Supreme Court. And they said, Roe v. Wade has nothing to worry about from me. It's settled precedent. It's been reaffirmed a number of times. Starry decisis. No concerns here. And then as soon as those judges were confirmed and became justices on the Supreme Court, they took Roe v. Wade and they killed that precedent dead, revoking women's constitutional privacy rights. So let's hope that this really does serve as a call to action by the Senate, by the Department of Justice, which I think has a responsibility to investigate the possible crimes of Clarence Thomas. I would say the House of Representatives, but that is largely a dead appendage as far as governing is concerned, at least for the next year and a half while it's under the control of the leadership of Kevin McCarthy. There are other institutions of government that can and should address. The chronic ethical lapses, if not outright crimes, by the very people who are entrusted to interpret our Constitution. Because that's dangerous. I mean, that's, that's almost as dangerous as an insurrection. Because justice matters. Friends, please stay safe, please stay tuned, and I look forward to talking with you all again soon. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.